Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone, welcome to the penultimate episode of season two of. Is this place haunted? Is it? I don't know. You'll need to tell me. It's your episode. Well, it's not one place. I, I mean, I kind of meant your place that you're in right now. Lauren's in her house, getting ready to and, leave. And look, look at it this way as well. This is this may actually this will be the last time I'll record in this house. Oh my god! Well, maybe because I might come back. That's quite poignant. It is. Well, the thing is, right, I'm not moving out. We're not officially going to move out, I don't think, until the end of April now because right. the guys who are moving in can't do the beginning of, well, they can't do the date we suggested. But I'm going to move myself through to my mum's anyway and just set up home there. But I'll still need to come out, come back and do a big deep clean. So um, I might might record again here. I don't know. I think you will, now that you've said that. I think you'll yeah. want some space. Yeah, I've got like, I've also got like lots of like painting and things to, to top up. So I'll be back in the house. Yeah. But it's sad to leave. For sure. For sure. Um, also, we were just speaking on our Patreon about um, the fact that activity is definitely ramped up in Lauren's house since she's uh, sold it. it. 100% has, by the way. Like um, the, the last, well, obviously there was that weird dark figure that I saw a few weeks ago or a month ago or so. But like I would say, see, since because obviously the last week or so I've been like packing up the house and I've been like taking down furniture and getting it in my car, taking it to mum's and everything. It's like I said, it's like it's like it's the mood is so weird and it's it's quite. I was feeling quite low with no reason actually, like recently, and I'm like, it's a big thing though to move as well. Like, is is it not like the most stressful thing you can do? Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know how people can like. Obviously, I've got the. I'm lucky enough that I'm moving in with my mum before I buy somewhere else. But like, um, I'm, I can't imagine like having to do the move and then on the same day get your shit to the other house. I don't like, know. 
I mean, it's so stressful. Like I've got a schedule of events and everything. It's mental. So yeah, I'm looking forward to going though. Yeah, I'm glad you sold it, but it is it is like a bittersweet thing as well because you loved that house. You've gone through a lot in that house. I know. I know. Um, but yeah, this week we've had a bit of a a weird kind of week. Both of us both felt a bit off at the start of the week. And I was planning to do a much scarier episode, and I was like, do you know what? I need something. I need something that will warm my heart. Yeah. So this week I chose a happy episode. I chose kind spirits, happy spirits, good spirits. So hopefully after we'll feel a bit lighter, Lauren, and we'll feel a little bit calmer. I hope so. I hope so. Um, and uh, this is the second last episode of this season. So this is my last episode with Lauren for season two. Sad. But we'll be back for season three. Next week we've got a guest. We've got a very special guest on um, in place of Lauren. That'll be Andy from Spooky Island Radio. I'm very much looking forward to that. And uh, we'll be off for about a month or so. But if you're going to miss us, we're going to do weekly Patreon episodes. <laughs> so come on over for £3 a month. Um, But yeah, is there anything else to talk about before I go into the spookies? So just that apologies guys that you are missing out on um some content it's mostly because of my personal stuff as well because obviously I'm doing the big move so but yeah I think Andy's gonna be great next week he's such a lovely boy love Andy love Andy um so I'm really looking forward to having him on and also like sometimes yeah gals need a break we've been going since December we've all got we've got full-time jobs on top of this we can't wait till we can do this full-time and we don't have to do that but it just gets a lot, doesn't it, when you've got, like, life events. Like, it was the same when I was moving to New Zealand and things. Like, mm-hmm. it is stressful. Okay. So thank you for your understanding. We will remain hilarious on Instagram. If you want the weekly episode, go to Patreon, because there's still going to be weekly episodes there. Um. Okay, so I have chosen, as you've clicked on the episode, happy ghost stories, wholesome stuff that will make me happy and make us all happy, hopefully. So there's lots and lots and lots. So I probably won't read them all, but I'll put mm-hmm. them all on um, the show notes so you guys can go and read them and I credit them as well. <clears throat> so let me start. Okay. This one is from Reddit. And I was going to read out all of their names, but there's actually so many that like, the Reddit article I'm going to put in here, like just go and read it. I'm not not crediting you. <laughs> just, I just go and read it. <laughs> I just I can't I can't do that today. Guys. <laughs> so yeah. it's on here, okay? <laughs> um, so this is the first story. My high school girlfriend was abusing the shit out of me over the phone, and had been for hours. It was two a.m. I was exhausted. And she just kept telling me about how I was fucking worthless, useless, horrible, and how wrong I was. But something spoke through me and it said, haven't you hurt him enough? And hung up the phone. According to psychiatry books on the internet, it was potentially a disassociative event. And that isn't unusual in the times of stress or trauma. But it felt like my grandfather's voice. It was just a feeling... And the medical explanation may make more sense, but thank you, Grandpa, you were right. And it helped me to hear you say it. So the guy heard the voice and then he just... He heard his grandpa say, you've hurt him enough and hung up the phone. Oh my God. 
remember I told you that story or I told everyone that story before as well not to jump in but like remember when I was having that massive argument with my mum and we both heard someone say Lauren stop yeah. it that's so funny isn't it I wonder who that was probably my granny telling me to shut up she's like Lauren stop it stop it anyway like, sorry no no you're grand the next one um, an apartment we used to live in had a funny feeling in the hallway by our bedroom. It felt like one of those run and jump on the bed so the monster can't grab your ankle type of vibe. I started feeling bad when I tried to dodge it and I was really creeped out because both my husband and I felt the presence of a little girl and she felt about five years old to be specific. We always slept with our door closed, but it started getting to the point where I couldn't get myself to close it. I felt like it needed to be open so she knew we were in there and she was safe. It kind of made me sad. I felt like she was either abused or unloved. And once I started embracing it, the uneasy feeling turned to a realisation that she was lonely. And then that sad, lonely feeling turned into comfort. I wasn't maternal at all, but for some reason, I had this urge to protect whoever she was and let her know she was safe with me and my husband and that she can't be hurt anymore. And after a month of this, it completely disappeared. There was no feelings, no strange sounds. It just felt like an apartment. I still think about her 12 years later. Aww. Oh, the poor scone. Um, next one is, when I was living in the apartment with my abusive ex, there's a lot of RCXs in this. What did I say? Like- <laughs> a lot. One night he went to work and I was up crying over a fight we had that resulted in him. Trigger warning here, guys, for sexual assault. Trigger warning, skip. 45 seconds ahead. That resulted in him raping me and, <gasps> and him getting mad at me for crying over it because I, quote, obviously liked it. What? I remember sitting on the kitchen floor, curled up in a ball and sobbing with a bottle of raspberry vodka, asking for something to just give me a sign to leave. I'd already no- ignored a lot of red flags. And as soon as I said those words, I felt a gust of cold air burst past me towards the living room and one of my home sweet home decorations that my grandmother gave to me fell on the floor and broke in half. I believe this is my grandmother coming through to let me know. God. Yeah. That's not as heartwarming, but... Yeah. So far, I'm not loving the... <laughs> not the most uplifting. <laughs> a nice one. Okay. My late grandmother always dropped everything and came to her house when my mum was approaching her due date. She would stay until we were a few months old and then she would go home. My sister had a baby quite young and she was terrified to sleep at night because she was scared of sudden infant death syndrome. When she started hearing footsteps at night when she was actually tired enough to sleep. But one night the baby was in the swing and it was one of those ones you had to wind for it to swing. All of a sudden it started to swing on its own. My sister was usually a fraidy cat, but she wasn't scared and didn't feel threatened. And after a few months, those footsteps stopped. And my mum believes that that was her mum to come and keep an eye on the baby for her. Lovely. I know. My mother's best friend's boyfriend is a groundkeeper for a cemetery and he lives in a house on the land. Basically you. (laughs) Yeah. As you can imagine, he has countless stories and encounters, from an old man sitting at the end of his bed every night mumbling to shadow figures walking freely. 
but one of my favourite stories is when he walked into the kitchen to find an invisible someone throwing a tennis ball to his dog for a few minutes straight. He was so desensitised from these encounters, but that one surprised him the most. <laughs> Isn't that so wholesome? That's lovely. Um, another one. I talked to my great-grandma when I was a kid. A small bit of background. She once gave my sister this fantastic yogurt and passed away soon after. My sister had never been able to find the brand of even the flavour and nothing's ever came close. I turned to her one day and said, she doesn't know the flavour either, but she says she loves you very much. I had never <laughs> met my grandmother or my sister. My sister didn't tell me about the yogurt, but I knew to tell her from my grand- great-grandma. <laughs> Isn't that cute? That's lovely. Also, imagine not using, uh, not knowing the flavour or whatever. I know. <laughs> Have you ever had something amazing though and you're like, what was that? And you don't know what it is and it bugs you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, here's another one. When I was 18, I was attending university and renting a room in an old house a few blocks off campus. Only one other room in the house was rented and the girl who lived there spent most nights at her boyfriend's place. So I basically had the entire house to myself. I would estimate that it was built sometime between 1910 and 1920 based on the style and the neighbourhood it was in. Um, But I do know it was around 100 years old at the time. This is my first time living alone and it was such a big empty space. I spent most of my time in my room behind a locked door. It wasn't creepy or anything. But at night when I was alone, I tended to avoid leaving my room unless it was absolutely necessary. I had the same uneasy feeling of turning off the basement light and running upstairs as fast as you could in the dark. Not for any real reason, but it made your heart race anyway. Near the end of my first semester, I contracted influenza A. I'd been pretty fortunate with my health up until then, but this was the sickest I've ever been in my life. I could barely peel myself out of bed to go to the bathroom or to feed myself. I was incredibly weak. My whole body ached and I was running a high fever. Did a man write this? (laughs) I actually developed developed arthritis in my joints as a symptom, which I didn't even know was possible. I remember waking up with a puddle of sweat collected in the hollow of my throat at one point. I was absolutely disgusting. Disgusting. A few days into the ordeal, I woke up to find an elderly man sitting by the side of my bed. There was no chair there, but he was very obviously in a seated position. For some reason, I didn't react with shock at all. I was completely unafraid. I asked him what he was doing there, and he said, I just wanted to make sure that you were okay. I must have fallen back asleep because that's all I remember of the visit. Now, this could have easily been a NyQuil-induced dream or a fevered hallucination, but it was absolutely real. He was there and he spoke to me and I felt physically comforted by his presence. A few months later, I had a friend of mine from another school come to visit for the weekend. We did some exploring of the house and found a hatch to the basement. It was filled with old tools and hardware, but one thing that stood out to me was, for no apparent reason... A medicine cabinet absolutely stuffed with old pill bottles filled with regular things and old brand names I had to look up. And it came many it contained many prescription pill bottles that were too faded to even read. Lauren, you're in the pitch black, Hunter. You're right. Yeah, sorry. I, I actually realized I was in a spooky room, so I was like, I'm gonna move through to the other room. Oh my god, it's just like Lauren's face in pitch black behind her. Bye. Lauren in the inertia. Um, <laughs> For some reason, as soon as I saw those pill bottles, my elderly visitor came to mind. 
So I wondered if he maybe had some experience caring for a sick relative when he came to visit me when I was ill, because it was a familiar situation. I suppose I'll never know. Oh, okay. that's nice. I hope I get visited. No, I don't actually. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. I've just realised I was, I was like, I'm going to go through and sit in my bed and we'll do it through there because I was in, I'm in Leah's old room and that's where she saw that. Oh, scene. yeah, yeah. No, not fair. <laughs> But now I've realised I've got no bed sheets on my bed, so I'm now just like, you're just like, hiya. Yeah, this next one's a wee heart hurter. I feel a little bit teary. Okay, it's called "What Took So Long, John." My great grandmother watched my great grandfather pass away. They were truly in love forever. After he passed away, she woke up every morning and said damn it because she was also ready to pass away my great aunts would hear her talking on a baby monitor they set up talking to members of the family who had already passed finally one afternoon they heard her go john finally why are you always late they were frozen as john was my great grandfather's name they walked in 10 minutes later and she had passed away she was just waiting for her husband to come get her oh I hope someone loves me that much one day. That's all you could want. Um, there's a trigger warning here for loss of pregnancy in this story, guys. So yeah, skip ahead about a minute. Um, okay, it's called Grandpa Helps a Mother Cope. I've ha- had two miscarriages. I miscarried my first pregnancy and then I had my son. I was pregnant for a third time and had a dream about my recently deceased grandfather. In the dream, we were having a picnic. Me, my son, my grandfather, an older boy, and I was holding a beautiful brown-eyed little girl. I knew they were all my babies. My grandfather told me, you take son's name to the park. I'll watch over these two. It was so peaceful. I gave the baby to him and my son and I walked away. And I found out two later that I had miscarried again. I believe that my grandpa was telling me that he was watching over the two babies I lost or was about to lose. (gasps) Should have brought tissues. Okay, this one's called The Perfect Final Resting Place. After my grandmother passed away, I brought some of her ashes home with me in a little baggie. (laughs) And that, or in a... <laughs> a little bit, especially a little baggy of it. Right. Anyway, okay. Wait. Of course, with the intent of buying a lovely little urn to put them in and display somewhere. Okay. They sat in my kitchen for a couple of days. I figured out it was kind of irresponsible to leave human remains in plain sight of a main room of the house. So I decided to hide them in my room until I could figure out the perfect place of honour for them. I picked up the bag. I'm going to need to stop calling it that. I picked up the bag and walked it down the hall to my room. The moment I passed through the doorway, I got this horrible sick feeling from head to toe. Like every bone in my body was objecting it. And it felt like a resounding nope. So I turned right around and walked back to the kitchen and the feeling completely disappeared. Suddenly I realised that grandma was the very best cook I've ever known and feeding her family was her greatest joy. Of course, she'd want to be in the kitchen where she could supervise me. I felt as though she was trying to make it very clear that I shouldn't move her anywhere else. 
I said, okay, I get it. You can stay in the kitchen if that's what makes you happy. And then I tucked the ashes away in the cupboard above the fridge. Since then, they've been placed in a lovely container and that weird feeling has never, ever returned. Now I always feel happy when I cook because I know she's right there with me. <laughs> That's lovely. But the only thing about that is I hope it's not in the spice area. <laughs> I was like, do you know what? Hygiene, y'all. <laughs> don't, don't put it with any, like, flour. Is that cumin in that uh, curry? Or... <laughs> it tastes like granny. <laughs> Are you are you sure these are sesame seeds? <laughs> um, okay. Before you go into the next one, did you ever see that one? There was this like mad documentary about this woman that was so awful she couldn't stop eating her ex husband. Did you have you seen that? Was it, isn't was there an episode of My Strange Addiction about it? Yeah, I think I it think was. And she yeah. was like, "That's oh, who the hell?" <laughs> anyway. Sorry, I didn't mean to like no, no. Dusty eating, guys. Come on, come on. Okay, this next one's called Dad Warms Up by the Fire. Um, my dad passed away in 2001. Two weeks after, my husband and I had done some clearing out of the house, which we had also moved into. We had been burning stuff in the burn pile. My dad always stayed with the fire until it was completely out. That evening, we left it smouldering. We went to bed. My husband told me to look out the window. I looked and I saw my dad sitting on the lawn chair in front of the burn pit. It was so clear. He was wearing his jeans and a flannel shirt. And he also had his favourite baseball cap on that had a white emblem. And I remember that clearly because the moonlight was shining on it. I called for my daughter and told her to look out the window. And she said, that's Papa. He was not facing the window, though. I didn't have a full view. I've never seen a ghost or anything before or after. And this story, as crazy as it is, is 100% truth. Oh, my God. Imagine them all seeing him at once. Imagine seeing that's Papa. <sighs> and it's the fact that, like, she was, like, looking at the window and she goes, that's Papa. <sighs> yeah. It's insane. Oh, my God. On that note, um, I was, like, crying the other day at a TikTok. I think I might have sent you it. Off um, a wee girl put her Peppa toys in her dad's bag before he went on holiday, and he was like taking photos of all the Peppa toys on holiday, having fun and like making like a little like photo oh, like of them like swimming in the pool. And I was like, that is a hundred percent something my dad would do, and it just yeah. kills me. So cute. So I was like bawling my eyes out, and I was like, this this is dad. Nobody replied. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sure you have it. I'm sure you have sent me it, but I think I've got about 100 TikToks I need to look at that you've sent me. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I'll try and get through them. <laughs> You're welcome, hun. Um, give the man his money is the next one. Intrigued. Okay, a co-worker told me this story. Her husband had passed away from cancer. He was a workaholic. He had thousands of hours of overtime not cashed by the time he was almost gone. His boss promised him and his wife that he would, of course, pay her what was due as soon as he passed so she didn't have to worry about money for a while. But then after he was gone, the boss gave her like 5,000 euros and said that's all that it was and left. They had all his overtime on a computer at home, which didn't work anymore. So she was kind of screwed. But one evening when she was extremely desperate for him and had a mental breakdown, she suddenly felt the need to go to the computer and it worked all of a sudden. She printed out his overtime sheets as fast as she could and turned off the PC. And the next day it didn't work again and it never worked again after that. 
Anyway, on these sheets that were signed by the boss, of course, she found out that she she was actually due over 50,000 euros. <gasps> she took a lawyer and, of course, won. She got the money, had a year for herself and her son to grieve and not worry about money, which was healing and wholesome enough. And she's now on her feet again. And she's absolutely convinced that her late husband made that possible. Oh, oh the heartstrings are so real. Okay, the next one is it saved their child's life. Oh my God. My aunt and uncle live in a haunted house. They've heard footsteps, doors opening when no one was there. And my cousin described a ghost he saw in detail, an old woman in a long dress. The house was built pre-Civil War and they've lived in it for over 30 years. The best story involves that same cousin above when he was less than three months old. He was attached to a heart monitor that would go off if he stopped breathing. The rules for the monitor were that the parents had to be on the same floor as the baby while the baby slept. Well, it was July and my aunt was desperate for a shower, so she left him sleeping at the bottom of the stairs. At the very top of the stairs was a door to the bathroom, which she left open and hopped in for the shower. After about 30 seconds of the water running, it shut off completely. As soon as it did, she heard the monitor's alarm going off. She ran down the stairs soaking wet and my cousin's face was blue. She pulled away the blanket she had tucked around him and that motion enough was to get him to start breathing again and his face went pink. Then the shower worked perfectly fine after. There was never any explanation for it shutting off. My aunt isn't sure if it's a ghost in the house or a divine intervention. I think a ghost. Yeah, probably. This one's called A Dozen Dimes. Something that continually happens to my boyfriend and his family. His grandfather passed away a few years ago while he was still alive. And he always used to hide dimes amongst the family members as little tokens to find throughout their day. Now that he's passed, my boyfriend's mum, grandmother, himself, his dad and his sister still all find dimes everywhere they go. They find them in their pockets, on the ground, in random places. My boyfriend and I recently moved into a new place and outside of it, stuck in the cement, is a dime. Mm. How cute. That is cute. Oh, okay. This one is, um, there's a trigger warning here for for cancer in young children. So again, skip ahead if that's difficult for you to hear. She wasn't suffering anymore is the name of this tale. I babysat for a little girl who had a rare form of leukemia. I loved her so much. She was the brightest, sweetest little girl. And after battling for about three years, she passed away. That night I was trying to sleep and was on my back, which was unusual unusual for me as I usually sleep on my side. I was staring above me and she appeared. But she appeared to me as she was before she was ever diagnosed. Due to the chemo and other drugs, her face had been puffy as well as her poor little body. But now she was whole and looked like an angel. I wasn't scared at all. And after about 30 seconds, she disappeared. But the next night, she appeared again. This time I went to touch her and she dissolved. I haven't seen her since this. And this is about 25 years ago. But I still think about her often. And every time they play those sad cancer commercials, I think of her. But it felt so special that she chose me to come for a couple of visits. Aww. Next one's one that you'll love. It's called Ghost Pets. <laughs> Don't I cry at those ones like majorly? <laughs> okay, this one's quite funny. My extremely affectionate 20 plus pound beast of a cat. <laughs> <laughs> Do 
Jeez. Passed away from a sudden heart attack. And almost every night after that, I felt something heavy walking around my bed and then lying down next to me. Oh. I'm not a superstitious person at all and I'm not prone to any weird dreams, but it stopped a month later when I adopted another cat. Oh. Um, Another pet one. My mum's cat, Gus, passed away a very long time ago, but still likes to hang around my mum's bedroom at her house. The weird thing is he never lived there. We moved into that house when I was six and Gus passed well before I was born. But I guess he was attached to my mum and still likes looking after her. He won't venture downstairs or even too far down the hallway. He just stays in her room by the doorway. My fiance saw him once and didn't realise it was Gus. She actually thought it was her cat until she saw her current cat the next day. It's a hard one to explain. <laughs> um, this one's quite wholesome. Calling all spirits, it's called. A buddy of mine was unloading some dirt bikes on his own. He's had leg issues before, and unfortunately that day he slipped and a dirt bike fell on his bad legs. His shop was about 20 feet away, and his wife upstairs in the house was too far away to know what was going on. My friend in agony started crawling to the shop to try and reach the phone. This was before mobile phones, so all they had was landline. (laughs) (laughs) All they had was loincloth. Landloins. The head was landloins. I've been in Ireland for a few weeks. I'm like landloins. Landloins. All they had were landloins. Is that all they had was house phones with buttons on the base with a cord to the phone? And this is what my friend says happened. As he's crawling towards the the shop, the phone on the wall starts ringing. The phone then falls off the receiver onto the floor. And when he reaches the phone, it's his wife on the line. (gasps) She didn't know what happened. She was just answering the ringing phone. No one else was on the line. He told her what happened and managed to drive him to hospital. That's wild. That is crazy, like. Okay. (sighs) There's so many wholesome ones. I'm a bit emotionally unstable, but I'm going to read... I'm going to read just a few more guys. Okay. This next one's called Supernatural Air Conditioning. <laughs> I live in a haunted house during a, I lived in a haunted house during a part of my childhood. The ghost wasn't one of those get out ghosts, rather it would just roam around, make lights flicker, close doors and jiggle doorknobs. But the upside to having it around is that no matter what, the house was always cold. And I mean like so for our American listeners 65 degrees Fahrenheit or 18 degrees here so that's that would be fabulous yeah <laughs> that's like the perfect temperature right? I went downstairs today and my house was 10 degrees oh my all god day. <laughs> this may not seem like a wholesome thing but I am telling you my house was in coastal Virginia we would get swamp thick summers here like you'd go to get mail at the end of the driveway and come back drenched in sweat it was like god awful hot and humid heat and while houses around us kept having their air conditioning units break down left right over the years due to overuse it never stopped being cold in our house even during hurricane season when there were blackouts everyone was moaning about how hot it is because the lack of power obviously meant a lack of ac but our house was always cold thanks to that ghost 
Best supernatural <laughs> air conditioning system ever. <laughs> They're just like, thanks for that fucking ghost. Like, <laughs> thanks for saving the planet, not making me a TCP. <laughs> this next it. one's called Hugs from the Afterlife. Oh. Years back on a random summer day, I decided to take a nap in the afternoon vibe. Vibe. I was home by myself, but I distinctly remember being woken up by hands around my body giving me a hug. I was face down in the bed. I cannot describe how weirdly safe and at home I felt during that hug. And it couldn't have lasted more than a few seconds. I tried to get up and turn around to see who it was because I could still hear footsteps. But as soon as my head made that 180 turn, I saw nothing, followed by immediate silence. I got up to check and was weirded out a bit, but I was still a little drowsy from the nap. I thought it was maybe my mum for a second or, or anyone else that was there. But when I checked the garage in the driveway, no one was back at the house. My grandma had passed away a few years before. So I wonder if it was her or just a guardian spirit letting me know that everything was okay. Mm. Um, This next one is called, It Seems Very Polite. I was visiting my boyfriend at the time in his new apartment with my cat. His apartment had zero furniture besides a bed and a loft upstairs and his living room was totally bare. He left for work and I decided to play with my cat in the living room with a ball since it was so wide and empty. I brought a few toys for him, but for the life of me, I couldn't find his ball. After looking everywhere for it, I gave up and decided to see his reaction if I picked him up and put him against the window. Look! <laughs> a minute later, I turned around and there, sitting perfectly in the middle of the empty floor, was his yellow ball that I had been looking for. I wasn't creeped out or anything, I just said thanks. <laughs> <laughs> cheers bud cheers thanks babe the last two guys next one's called a playful poltergeist we live with a playful ghost who likes to pull pranks like hiding and moving stuff I end up finding things in the weirdest places trust me in your head you always want to debunk no one wants to admit they have an invisible roommate they are so clever and they maneuver things so there's no way you can blame the husband or the dog <clears throat> and we don't have kids when I first moved here and experienced these unexplainable things, I was so terrified. I couldn't sleep that my doctor prescribed Ambien, which is Zolpidem to us. We couldn't sell the house because we remodeled and put in so much money that we wouldn't make back our investment. In the end, all is right with the world. We still get pranks and feel absolutely no harm. It's just somebody who likes to say hi once in a while in their own way. I wouldn't want it. I wouldn't want it either. I was going to end on this story, but I don't know if I love it. Why? Is it too scary? It's called Kids Will Be Kids, Even Ghost Kids. A child spirit in high school would tickle me when I was asleep and giggle about it when I woke up. What? That's not cute. That's terrifying. So, uh, oh, right, because they're in bed. (laughs) Oh, no, that's fucked up. No, I'd hate that. Okay, I'm going to end on a poignant, happier one. All right. <laughs> what do I do? Phil Mitchell. Babes, I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, okay. Friends of my mum had a son who passed away quite young. He was around 20 or so. He went to university in Vermont, I believe, and went to a party. 
He ended up walking home one cold snowy night and he laid down to rest for a moment and he fell asleep <laughs> in the snow and never woke up. God. Naturally, his parents, who were my mum's friends, were absolutely distraught and grieving. A few months after his death, his father had a dream where he was with his son and his son walked up to him and said something along the lines of, Dad, I'm okay and I love you. The dream woke him up covered in sweat and he said he felt a sudden sense of ease and comfort. And he cried like a baby, but it felt like he'd made peace with his son's passing. Mm. I hope we've tugged on your heartstrings this week. Do you know what? (laughs) Mine's need combed. They're so tugged. (laughs) I know that was nice. It was a nice change, wasn't it? From dark and you know we're so used to doing dark stuff and especially uh, the black dahlia episode a couple of weeks ago that was quite dark to do so it's been a nice change i hope you guys like the change um i did i enjoyed that it was a nice change wasn't it nice yeah i think it's a good to end on a sort of more wholesome note as well for the series and then we can get our tits ready for the new (laughs) series don't know why the new merch buzz we'll have a new bras and we're ready to go (laughs) absolutely no we're so excited to be back and yeah if you if you do want the weekly episodes in the hiatus just come over to patreon it's only three pound a month and there will be a weekly episode there and you get to catch up on all the old episodes that are there as well so it's obviously a no-brainer honeys obviously um but yeah thanks for that olivia i enjoyed that it was like getting read to and just enjoying it it's nice isn't it it's quite relaxing and um I enjoyed it Me too. I really enjoyed it um so next week will be our last episode of season two we hope to see you there Lauren will be there in spirit but not like spirits we just read about <laughs> yeah and Andy will be filling in for her god love him we love Andy I know check out Spooky Island Radio love Andy he's such a good egg he's just a thoroughly good person um mm-hmm. So we will see you next week. And after that, we will see you for season. <laughs> Some or other. For, for season C or season three even. Season 20. <laughs> um, hopefully by season three, I'll be able to talk. Amazing. I'll try my best. Uh, but thank you for sticking with us for the last two seasons, guys. Really appreciate it. Yeah, we do. I love you guys. Guys, season. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.